Well, hello and welcome back to the Extra Mile Podcast with Commercial Truck Training. This is Will Brogan bringing you the last of the Interview Week interview podcasts. Uh, Ken Taylor will be on in just a second to talk with Kurt Remsing of Shaheen Chevrolet in Lansing, Michigan. Kurt is a longtime friend of Commercial Truck Training and came to one of our very first boot camps since we launched in that current format in 2013. He actually came to the very first one in our uh, permanent Jacksonville home at the Homewood Suites, and you'll hear him talk a little bit about that experience. But Kurt's situation is unique in that he has basically had the opportunity to build commercial departments at now two different Michigan dealerships. Uh, He was at one at LaFontaine and helped to build that one and then left the industry and came back and now is at Shaheen and is making those same efforts at Shaheen. So he's got a great mix of insights for you and uh, I'm going to go ahead and let those two get started. So here's Ken Taylor and Kurt Remsing wrapping up interview week for our podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our very special podcast, The Extra Mile, dedicated to the commercial and fleet automotive industry. I am more than excited today. Not only do I have a true professional in the industry as our guest, but he's also a very close personal friend at the same time. So, uh, Mr. Kurt Remsing, uh, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic, Coach. How are you doing? Excellent. Kurt is the commercial and fleet manager at uh, Chain Chevrolet in Lansing, Michigan. And one of the reasons I wanted Kurt on today is he's been with a couple of dealerships, and he's uh, he's been in the well-developed dealership, and he's also started this pretty much from the ground floor. So, Kurt, if you would just give a little bit of your background in the uh, commercial and fleet industry. Well, you know, I started into this industry really by accident. I had uh, started back in the mid-90s, and I was with a large retail company. And at that point in time, an opportunity came up to deal with a large fleet rental company, which nobody wanted to do with that where I was located. It was truly a a General Motors white-collar area. 98% of everything we did was with a GM discount. So I looked into this and started started learning more and learning more and decided to take that on. And that ended up being uh, an account that was doing about 35, maybe 40 vehicles a month for about six months. And as a result of that, it got me checking out some more things and some more businesses and landed a couple real nice, you know, big landscape companies and stuff like that. And it kind of got me hooked into the whole fleet and commercial. And no matter what I did at that point, I kind of carried that with me. And in 2008, I had an opportunity to go to a very large dealership, LaFontaine, out of Michigan, and took over there and started that from the ground up, developed it. We turned into a very successful fleet and commercial department, which expanded to different um, to different vehicle manufacturers and 
I was also blessed for many years there that uh, I was on the National Dealer Council and uh, for Fleet and Commercial and did some traveling a little bit with you, my friend, and uh, just had a great time and, and uh, you know, and, and I decided to get out of the business for a little bit and then kind of like Michael Corleone, this opportunity came and I got sucked back into it, and I'm so glad I did to be out here with uh, Shaheen. I've got great owners and great upper management and management support out here, so it's been a great experience. Oh, outstanding. You know, it, it's kind of interesting uh, with this particular endeavor because you, you had uh, obviously gotten started from scratch. Then you were in a very well-developed commercial department at La Fontaine that you built. And uh, now it's kind of almost like starting over. Uh, give me a little bit of, uh, of background as far as this dealership and then where you started and then the direction you're moving. Well, you know, I had heard about Shaheen before through uh, a couple fleets deals that had went down and they had uh, dabbled a little bit in fleet for a few years and government sales for a few years, but it had been an enormous long time since they did anything with small business or small fleet sales. And really the, the major fleet sales that they used to have had kind of started dwindling away. So when I came in, I kind of evaluated everything, took a look at it, saw right off the bat there was no clear leadership. You've got to have you've got to have that clear leadership. And from that point, you know, I started building even before I started here. I, I went out, I went around to businesses, knocked on the door, talked to them about fleet and commercial, and nobody in our area was doing that. And it kind of made that an easy fit for me to start putting a roadmap together and, and coming to Shaheen here. Wow. Uh, so uh, basically uh, what excites me is you, you, you saw the opportunity and you, know, you knew that it was a dealership that you could develop. And wow, that's awesome. So what, what have been some of the first steps you've taken to get that department up and running? You know, coming out of the Detroit market over to, excuse me, the Lansing area, it's uh, it, it's a different market. So the first thing I was doing was trying to learn the market a little bit when I got here, and I thought it was very, very important that when I came here, I made my vision for the department crystal clear to the ownership and upper management. I wanted there to be absolutely no question at what I was going for and how I was installing processes, which they had none here, that will help me make what I was saying to become successful. So after that, uh, after that clear vision and going through everything, um, you know, I started taking over stuff to to implicate you know, to implement this. So one of the things I took over was I did inventory. I started doing, you know, the sales, obviously, um, the financing all the way through the delivery. So I went through the whole gambit and put processes in place 
for us to grow in the future. And, uh, you know, I was able to oversee now all those areas. I work with the staff very closely. You have to make adjustments along the way, but this has been a, a real good start, and we're off and running. Oh, outstanding. So uh, one of the things I'd really like you to talk about today, because, you know, you've, uh, you're like so many people got in this business by accident, if you were giving advice to a, a brand new person, it's their first day on the job, they're in the commercial department, uh, what would you tell them uh, and advise them as far as the first few steps they should take in order to be successful? Well, you know, I, I kind of look at fleet and commercial that there's different factions in fleet and commercial. Usually they're, they're different personalities. So if you see somebody that's doing fleet, their personality is usually not the same as the commercial guy on the road. You know, he's kind of the he's kind of special forces when you're out on the road and you're you're attacking everything. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So well, let's let's talk about the commercial guy on the road, okay? Yeah. So what I would, right yeah, I think uh, what what I would do is. Make it very clear to him that he has to understand that this is a total relationship business. As, a, as important as product knowledge, knowing the programs are, you must understand the basic concept that this is a relationship business. So going through that, I would make sure that he, he implemented certain things so that he was taking care of the customer because that's really how you get the business. When they think that you're coming in and they know that you're coming in and you're there to help them grow their business and take a burden off of them, it makes it a lot easier. From that point, I would also strongly, strongly recommend doing boot camps. I can't tell you how long I've been in this business, Ken, and every time I come to one of your boot camps, I am so excited and, you know, able to take well, something from that. So we're, that we're, is, we're learning all the time, too, Kurt, just like you. So thank you so you, uh, much for that very kind compliment. Much appreciated. Well, you, you know it never ends, Ken. I can remember flying down to Jacksonville, and you had one of your boot camps down there, and you were pushing – vendor referrals and i'm sitting there listening to it you know and i and i'm sitting here some of the people catching it some of them are not and i don't know if you remember this buddy but i had given you a call because as soon as i went back we delivered a vehicle to a large roofing company and i went in there i started talking to the guy and i said well you know who are some of your vendors that you do a lot of business with and you know how can i help them and he gave me five people, and I literally drove a half mile down the road and sold another pickup truck. Just coming in <laughs> I saying hi. That. You, you called me. Yep. <laughs> yes, I did. I was so excited because, you know, it's picking up those, those little things like that 
that you must do will keep you active in this business. Um, you know, that just gives somebody the techniques and the new tools for success. You know, they also should start off by getting involved with HBAs. Um, they need to, to go out, reach out to these upfitters because that's a relationship business also. And then they can understand everything that's going on there and uh, they can go out and implement what they learn. Um, great, great, great advice. There's so many ways. That's what's the beauty of this business, Kurt, is there's so many ways to do it. And, and by the way, before I forget, you and I had a great barbecue dinner when you came down too. <laughs> we certainly did. We certainly did. That was fantastic. Uh, well, it, the, the invitation is always open, my friend. Uh, thank so, you, my friend. Uh, well, you know, one of the things we run into, uh, we get a new guy, our gal, and they start becoming pretty successful. Then they start getting tied up in paperwork. Um, talk a little bit about time management and maybe some things you've learned that they need to do in order to, to manage their time effectively. Yeah, that's a, that is a um, uh, definitely something that you have to learn real quick in this business. So what I do, Ken, and what I would, you know, everybody can make an adjustment to this. But with me doing everything from start to finish, I have to set my day up. I really have five parts to it, but I divide the work day into three parts. So let's just say morning, afternoon, and evening. I assign certain assignments during that time. You also have to be able to adjust throughout the day, but you can get your core assignments that you want done and you want to get accomplished. Let's say I'm going to answer all my initial emails first thing in the morning. You know, first thing, very first thing, at 5 o'clock in the morning, I'm up reading. So then I get to work, I'm doing emails and, and you know, stuff like that, looking over inventory then in the afternoon, I might assign something different. Then in the evening, I assign something different. So I keep my time divided, and I stick to that pretty strong. If I can make my list, I make three different lists for those times of days, and I attack it. And you have to be able to adjust and that's why I say this business is so much like special forces because you never know what's going to come at you. And you just have to take that and, and understand that's going to happen and yeah. work it into your day and, and go through the whole process. So, Oh, wow. That, that's excellent advice. You know, it sounds like you just kind of compartmentalize each thing and, gen, and get done what you have to get done. So that's that's great advice because that's the biggest struggle we see with brand new people. They get caught up in a deal and they work it to death and work it to death, which you have to, but then they ignore the other aspects. And it sounds like your message is saying, you know, stay focused, stay focused, yes. stay focused. So Absolutely. That's, that's awesome, awesome. So you, you, you came into a situation where it, they were kind of kind of in the business, kind of not. And what, what do you think were some of the biggest obstacles you faced? Because I'm sure it's obstacles other people are going to face. And, and what did you do to overcome those? Yeah, we're always going to have obstacles, aren't we? So that, that's something you can uh, take home to the bank because we are always going to have obstacles. So... The biggest one I'm going through right now is really an inventory obstacle. It's no, 
nothing to do with um, you know Shaheen. It's the manufacturer is going through the process of building a new truck, new style, which looks absolutely fabulous, but it's leaving us in a dark period. Um, vans for a while were next to impossible to get, so that's leaving us in a very difficult situation also. So what I had to do was start thinking, well, what am I going to sell? So I started marketing some of these uh, fleet leasing companies, and then I also started going out looking at professional services. There's a lot of traveling nurses, you know, Molly maids, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And great, great. Started marketing. Wow. Yep, and I started going after some of that business to carry me over while I was trying to do, you know, as much as I could to develop the other business. We we're also very lucky that we were just given the medium-duty franchise, so now I'm starting to put all those plans together to start getting some of that inventory here. The other thing that it's really it's really one of those paradigm shifts, Ken. It really is. When you come into a retail situation, and, and if you don't mind, I'll give you this little story here. Yes, absolutely. It, it's taking the attitude that fleet and commercial, I've got to give everything away and it's a loser because it's not. And I'll give you a, a, a real good example here. We had a dump truck. It was here when I got here. And it had been here. Okay. So I get here and finally I, I have like four or five people telling me they're working deals. You know, this is out of the, out of the retail side on this. And, um, I had the guy come in and, you know, I went out, I demoed it, showed him the drop down size, you know, just went through the whole process with him and sold it to him. So the first thing I hear when I go walking through the showroom, well, we were taking, you know, a huge loss on that, you know, how bad of a, a bath did you take on that? And I, I'll never forget looking at these people, and, you know, it worked out real good because it was in front of some of the retail managers. And I said, probably about a 1900, you know, front end, and we did the financing on it. And, you know, so I don't know, you know, somewhere, you know, closing in on upper twos. And you could hear a pin drop. And so it, it you have to change you have to change that mentality. And another thing real quick, Ken, is, you know, we're in a heavy GM town. So you have people coming in here all the time that all they think about is the GM discount, GM discount. You know, I know there's other parts of the country that don't have that, but we do. So it's changing their mentality over there to to – realize that there's other things besides the GM discount. And we had a very, very large landscape company come in. Now, I look up in the CRM that this guy's been here over the last four years multiple times. Nobody sold him anything. He gets a hold of me. We start talking. We're going through everything, and he's buying 2,500 HDs. And the first thing out of my mouth is, What's your fleet account number? And he goes, what are you talking about? And I said, you do not have a fleet account number? And at the time, that only took the, the discount from $500 to like 4500 okay? So 
I go through that process. I get him the fleet discount. He is, you know, he buys four vehicles, and he ends up financing them. It was just a huge win-win for everybody. Taking care of him, he took care of us, and once again, when I went through that showroom and three three people had talked to him in the past and hadn't gotten anywhere, how did you do this? Well, the first thing is I'm not thinking of GM. That's the last thing on my mind. You know, I'm taking care of the customer, listening to what they have, asking the correct questions, and taking it from there. So those are kind of the, you know, a couple of the obstacles that I've been going through. And, you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. Oh, it, it sounds like it. So, uh, so let, let's pull the crystal ball out and let's look into 2019. And so, what are the goals? What do you guys want to accomplish for for this new year? Well, as hard as we're working on the inventory, I I know that's going to turn itself around at some point in time this year. Okay, it's kind of put, leaving me a little bit behind right now. Even though I had a good January, it's. Uh, going to be tough for the next few months but we'll keep pushing and getting through that this is how i i looked at this opportunity out here you have some dealers that specialize in fleet and fleet only do a fantastic job it's very rare that you have a fleet department and a commercial truck department and a medium duty department and you keep that all in the same wheelhouse with somebody overseeing that, and that was my goal when I came here. I first wanted to, you know, I wanted to really push and go after small business. Well, I'm running into a problem with that, so I'm having to go after fleet accounts. Um, but the goal is to tie all that in together by the end of this year. I've already put down my projection for my business plan to to triple the small business sales and I think we'll hit that fairly easily. And as I go through this, it's going to be time to start adding people. I want to add an assistant, somebody who I can train and show them the proper way to go through this because if these people that you bring in, Ken, I'm a firm believer of this, if they do not think like you, and they do not understand your process, and they're not on board with your process, you're, you're going to have failure. So that's the other part. I hope to add two people by the end of this year into the department and just keep on pushing and pushing and pushing. Oh, wow. Outstanding. Well, Kurt, we're going to get a little bit personal now. Uh, uh, I've always admired you for a lot of reasons. One is a single dad, you know, raising family, which was just awesome. And you had a huge change in your life, and I was able to be a part of that. Uh, I want you to talk a little bit about your absolutely gorgeous, wonderful bride and uh, and, and and where you are now. Well, I, I, did we not have fun out in Vegas? Was that just not a great time? It was, <laughs> that was you, know, you know, um, you and Ricky and you know, we were just getting to bond, you know, to, to see, you know, Toya and Ricky bond. And, you know, you and I were already there, but it was such a good time. And, you know, it was such a breath of fresh air to, uh, you know, find that person that you just clicked with. You know, it, it just makes everything so much smoother in your life. You know, you're not coming home and you're, you're, you're you know, 
not to the point where I'd rather stay at work because I don't want to go home or, you know, you have other duties. It's it's great to be to the point where you get to come home and you see that person and you can talk a little bit about your day and, and you know, everything's just going great. You know, we had a great time out there. We greatly appreciate you and Ricky coming out with us and enjoying that time and uh, um, nothing but positives. Oh, absolutely. We just had a blast. Yeah. Well, Kurt, thank you so much. I know how valuable your time is. Thank you for joining us today. You have some great words of wisdom uh, for everybody. We have a lot of, of brand-new people, well-experienced people that listen to our podcast, and they're going to uh, get a lot of uh, gold nuggets out of this one for sure. Um, thank you, my friend. Uh, number one, thanks for being with us. Uh, and actually, number one, thank you for your friendship. Uh, I value it greatly. Well, right back at you, bud. I can't wait for you to get back up in Michigan, and we can go out and have some dinner. And if I could leave with just one thing, yeah. I'd like to say, you know what? <clears throat> Do not be afraid to try something new. Even if you fail, you know, failing is not the sin. Never trying is. So go out there and push that envelope every day and and learn from your mistakes, adjust, and continue going. Oh, great, great advice. Keep on keeping on, my friend. <laughs> That's it. Well, thank you again, Ken. I uh, greatly oh. appreciate everything you do, sir. I mean, uh, you you have been a pioneer in this all these years, and and you keep coming up with new ideas, and everything works out great. I really appreciate all you do for Fleet and Commercial, sir. Well, thank you. And, and guys like you make it all worth it. So God bless. Have a wonderful week. Tell your lovely bride I said hello. And thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you, Ken. Have a great day. Well, there you have it. Thank you, Kurt. And uh, we hope that you have enjoyed Interview Week, all the ones that have taken place, Mike Stubbs, A.J. Hewitson, and Kurt Remsing, and all of the interviews that we've done recently. Uh, there have been quite a few of them, so feel free to go back and review them. Try to keep all of our episodes available as much as possible so that you can reference them whenever you want. Uh, that being said, if you want updates each time we release a new one, please do hit the subscribe buttons, whether they're on iTunes or Google Play or some other version that you're finding this on, and that way you'll get the notifications every time that these come out, and you can listen to them right away. Thank you so much, and we'll be back again soon on the Extra Mile Podcast with Commercial Truck Training.